welcome to the exciting world of the movies. Happy New Year, retro movie lovers. We are here to kick off the 2021 with a bang. Completely with love, honor, and respect, we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of Biodome. In order to do this, I needed to bring the right guys along for the job. Everybody, you've known Zach, but we also got the other half of the duo, Mac. That's right, we got Mac and Zach saving the world with us tonight as we usher in 25 years of greatness of Biodome. Guys, welcome. Welcome to you. Fucking welcome to us. Welcome to you. We're here to do the Biodomes, baby. Fuck yeah, baby. Thanks for having me. Oh, That's yeah. right. We ain't here to Hell talk yeah. about naked yoga. We're here to so talk. So tell about me, did you get her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about naked yoga before we started. Uh, the oh goat, yeah, the goat. He was uh, fucking. He was hooking us up with the good shit on the See YouTubes. that that should be some like uh, some secret messages in the background. I was talking about naked yoga. Exactly. Top three uh, YouTube searches of 2020 were naked yoga, number one, number two, breast pumping, and number three, ball waxing. <laughs> You oh, can yeah. show nudity as long as it's educational. You just say it's educational. Yeah, exactly. Zach, you ready to make that new YouTube movie? We are going to start a new YouTube channel, exactly. Mac and Zach wax their balls. <laughs> exactly. Save YouTube. It's going to be awesome. Shut them down. We're going to shut down that breastfeeding shit. I'm sick of it. We're, I want some of that milk, too. We're going to mm-hmm. create educational content that will rock the pillars of big tech once for all. Exactly. exactly. The big cum industry is going to fucking shut it down eventually, too. Big cum will fall to its knees. Exactly. They're going to be like, they're trying to steal our fucking semens away. The big cum industry. Val's coming out, baby. <laughs> You're not going to tell us what to do. All right, so we're going to get it rolling right along here. I'm going to say one, two, three, go. And you hear me say go, hit play on your remotes. We have it pause on the Metro Golden Mare uh, screen. If you have the Blu-ray, this is the 12-second mark. It might mm-hmm. be a different mark if you're rolling off the DVD. But anyway, yeah, everybody grab your remotes. One, two, three, go. Be, you got you to gotta, you gotta tell them about the luchador under the lion. A yeah, lion is that a symbol of strength. Mouth. A luchador underneath him means Look peace on this. earth. Look at this intro. It, it gives you false hope for how good the movie's going to be. This is amazing. In your that you can think again. I think again. Yeah, I got to say, I wasn't really digging this intro when I watched this again last night. It's like when you watch it on a big screen, it's totally uh, epileptic (laughs) inducing. I fucking loved it. I would sit down and drink a Mountain Dew and fucking watch this movie, dude. This is 25 years of this fucking great intro. Like, basically, they want to give you an epileptic seizure, so you're fucking just, you're going into convulsions before, so you don't realize the movie's fucking uh, just a moronic. And amazing. Yeah, there's because like 25 years later, you're still going to be watching it. It's like a mixture of uh, satellite images of the Earth, the actors' names, uh, rubber chickens, <laughs> rubber chickens, <laughs> <laughs> weird signs. Like it's it's all over the place. And of course, it's got the the finest uh, 1996 uh, fake ska punk music. <laughs> exactly. This is a, this is a great shit. You could uh, play fucking Tony Hawk to this shit. Fucking going around the warehouse and shit, doing yeah. some gaps. I'm sure many of us did back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, but I think again, great cast in this movie. Fucking the shore and the Baldwin. You fucking come for the Baldwin, you stay for the shore, basically. 
I remember those little toys that was like a little suction cup and a spring and it had like a little goblin on the on that that was like yeah yeah swing there's one there's one coming up too that little fucking toy where you pull the pants down and it pisses on you it's like a squirt gun I haven't seen that one pause it to see it it's fucking real quick but yeah, right before we started this, Max said his son walked into the room, so he might have had to pause. He might have had to mute his microphone and put his son back to bed. Okay. Talking about? Oh, okay. He's still here. I'm talking about what the rubber chicken. I never said that. What the fuck? I thought you said Sal came in or something like that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Sal's here. I say that. Fucking Max. <laughs> Max, crazy. You're fucking high Maybe or I'm something, crazy. bud. Did you already go to that dispensary? Exactly. See, we were talking about that. We were talking about like, once I get some danky snacks, we're gonna do some more stoner companies. It's gonna be dog. Companies. If you when guys. You get... <laughs> yeah. Go oh, ahead. I saw that toy of the guy pissing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I used to pause it and be like, I want to see his dick, <laughs> but I never could. It's see, this little. is funny. This right here. I remember every That's time funny. I. Every time you watch this movie on any other format, this is like in a little box in the center of the screen. But for the Blu-ray, they blew it up to be like the full fucking the widescreen aspect ratio. Really it, weird. Yeah, and it looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, like it's better on 4K. Like, like, like. Here's another thing too: is like how they start like the the fake news footage of like the biodome opening. They would always do this in movies back then, you know, back when movies were shot on high quality film. They would go out and get like a VHS camera to be like, oh, this is what the news sounds like. But meanwhile, like, especially if you're in a theater watching on a giant screen, your eyes are just bleeding <laughs> because it's so blurry and terrible looking. Yeah. Basically the news they shot on VHS. It wasn't like VHS like we were getting. It was like a, a weird different VHS that was like yeah. bigger and thicker. <laughs> yeah. Because it was made to, like, be shot on multiple times, recycled. Betamax. Some, yeah. Yeah. But these are actually some... Yeah, these are actually some cool shots that you kind of get lost on how cool they are because they're blurry as shit. They look like a YouTube video from 20 years ago. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And we see the fucking... uh, The the first shot of our boys. Oh, fuck. Look how hot they are, dude. Look at those fucking chads. Big bacon energy. Another thing that's great about this Blu-ray is no subtitles, so we have to guess at what they're saying. Yeah, we know, dude. We already know. I was trying to get the the subtitles on, and I didn't see them. I was like, I must have fucking ripped the Blu-ray wrong. Nope. They're like, they're like, they're like people that can't hear don't want to watch this fucking movie. Dude, that imprint of that fucking world would not happen at all. This movie is a lie. For like an hour. Stop pointing out logical flaws in this classic movie, Biodome. You're right. It's absolutely fantastic. It's amazing. <laughs> Dude, this is a great idea, though, whenever you're, you're chicks. Like, you, you're hanging out. You're, you're, you're porking the fucking hot chick from uh, Puppet Master 4 and the hot chick from uh, Chasing Amy. Yep. And, like, you know, you're total chads with great jawlines that could just crush uh, Dude, mortal men. I, I'm, and, I'm just realizing it, too. Like, why don't guys talk to their chicks like this, man? Chicks get yeah. that shit. Yeah, you gotta basically lie to him about like not wanting to go out and save the planet and shit. Exactly. We just yeah. What? The book fell on him. Look I at mean, those raisins. Look at those raisins poking through that shirt. See, yeah. I remember when we did this commentary with our boy uh, Aaron on fucking BTM. I was like, man, I would have, I would do a sex with that blonde chick from Chasing Amy. I would do a sex with her. And he was like, her voice is annoying. And I was like, dude, imagine how hot. The noises she would make while you're doing a sex with her would sound. She kind of reminds me of uh, what's her name from Child's Play, Tiffany. 
Hell yep. yeah. She Jezebel. has that. Uh, cool. To me, the voice is the best part about it. So. Dude, look at his Blair Witch yeah. sign on his yeah, head. He does have Blair Witch. It, like, like, it, it reminded like me joint, of the baby. It looked like the tarantula on Marv's head. In oh, hell yeah, dude. Alone. That's all. See, that's. Yeah, I never thought about that. Like, uh,. When when you watch this and then you watch Dude Where's My Car, I swear like the first twenty minutes of Dude Where's My Car is just a complete rip off of Biodome. Mm-hmm. It's still <laughs> an instant classic. It's the, yeah, it's all the same shit though. It's like they're all hanging out at their house and then their girlfriends come over, then like they leave. Mm-hmm. Same old shit. Have you seen the Continuum Transfunctional? <laughs> I want to go on that ride, Daddy. Me classic, too, son. Classic Me fucking too. movies inspiring other classic fucking movies. You just can't get enough of it. See, this movie's also going to inspire the first Mac and Zack movie someday. Uh-huh. That and uh, Ready to Rumble. Exactly. And Idle Hands. And Oh, that and Detroit Rock City, baby. Oh, that, I would come. That movie is a good, big influence right there. Exactly. Fucking the Mahi Mahi, they're trying to set it free. How, how, do you get, how do you get a red sign from that? Did you see how thick that world was? <laughs> yeah, is it? It's like a little red fin. Is the is the world even like embroidered or whatever it's called, where it's sticking out to where it could have made a mark like that on him? It almost looked like it was just like kind of you know fucking drawn on the cover or whatever. <laughs> well, the the bad part was they left the book running right there, so if it wasn't two feet away, they would have got away with it. Fucking idiots! But they're Chad, so you can you can understand like they're not Big used chads. to having to fucking you know lie like this because like this fucking these like Chad. Okay. Yeah. Chad's like, like this. Exactly. Fucking the. But like, it, see, we should like start another. But we should do like a fucking podcast with the three of us and call it Three Hung, Well Hung Chads. That'd be donk. Finally, right. some truth in advertising. Mm hmm. I do got to say, I think she's doing the right thing. Uh, the girl in the green shirt is like, when you have small boobs, you got to lean into it and show them off as much as possible. And then it exactly. it goes from being a weakness to a strength. See, I'm I'm a fan of all titties. Like, I don't think I've seen titties that I'm just like those are too small. It's just yeah, like my girlfriends are like perfect, man. They're like perky and they don't fucking. Oh my god. Oh, what's her pussy like though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool, bro. But what's her? Yeah, Scale like we should just ten. say shit that we know she would never like if if she listened to it. It's funny. I I see uh, this in old. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I see this in old movies all the time, but I've never seen it in real life. You guys ever notice, like, old movies, people, like, they don't have a TV stand. If they have a fireplace, they just put a small TV on the fireplace and watch it from there. <laughs> fucking not, Chad. Did you see those fucking blasters, dude? We need cups like that. Big gulps, up. Huh? Oh, yeah. fucking puts big gulps to shame, man. Mm-hmm. Big gulping Bladder buster. Bladder buster. We should make, we should make mm-hmm. those cups and we could sell them. Are those the real thing? Or was it made for the movie? It was made for the movie. Oh, look, see him fucking grab his uh, fucking bulger. You sound like you're drinking a bladder buster, Zach. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I was just licking my chops when he grabbed his bulger. <laughs> Bro, they're going to hook up with uh, Tenacious D in this movie. They, they are, are in this movie. That's what they should have done. It would have been fucking great. Yeah, fucking... We got to take a second to talk about the hairstyles. Like Baldwin has like white dreadlocks, so you think that would be the worst hair crime of the movie? But no, Polly Shore's got some real dangy, dank, red, nasty hair in this, doesn't he? He's got that. Uh, what the fuck's that band called? The Truly Madly Deeply Savage Garden. Look. Savage. Garden. He's got the Savage Garden look. It was huge in the day. 
You know what kind of like freaks me out about this movie? And like, obviously, I was way younger when I saw it, but like, when you look back at this movie now, like, you realize like Polly Shore is only 27 years old here. <laughs> That's cool, dude. He's younger. Look at all that trash in there. They got Captain Crunch in the back. He is younger in this movie than I am right now. That is fucking yeah, no. crazy. But he, he looks look but he looks twice as old. <laughs> Amazing. Hey, check out that mall, man. That no, uh, yeah. it's pretty dark. I never could figure out what that place was. I read different things that it was a water treatment place, which makes sense when they're like standing in front of it because there's all these like pools outside. But like, yeah, the the dome part on the hill because like you see the front of the building, it looks like a different building than that one that you saw right there with all the domes on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, apparently, I don't know if it's the exterior that we just saw or, like, later on when they're kind of more in it. It's, like, apparently the same set they used for, like, something in Red Heat with Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I never saw Red Heat. It's one I haven't That would seen, be weird because so. Red Heat, are you sure it's Red Heat and not, like, something else? Because Red Heat, like, takes place in, like, Chicago when it's snowing. His hair's never oh. changed. Oh, see that kid right there? Yeah. See that kid playing Little Bud? Yeah. Going underneath the water. That's that same motherfucker from fucking Rob Zombie's Halloween with the long hair that's uh, having sex with Michael Myers' sister and he gets the bat to the head. Oh, he looks wow. just like him too. That's funny. Yeah. Fucking, later on, whenever it shows him again, he pushes him off the roof and he does that goofy fucking, like, uh, that the worst overdub I'll on a kid. Yeah, exactly worst overdub on a kid in a movie ever and like yeah <laughs> amazing i like too how they just hump the air for no reason throughout this movie we do that all the time. so i guess we should say that their name stephen baldwin is uh doyle and polly mm-hmm. is bud but then they also call polly squirrely <laughs> Squirrel that jumped in the. <laughs> but Maybe it's like it's like we can't call him the weasel, so we'll call him the squirrely. Squirrely, <laughs> weasel, squirrely. Who knows? You think that uh, like made people like fucking? I'm confused. Which one? I thought they were Bun and Doyle. What? What is this movie? Yeah, squirrely. This is what kind of fucking name is Doyle? Oh, Doyle rules. That's a crazy. That's a fucking dank name. See, this is actually like, a prequel. This is telling you, uh, the, the fucking Doyle, he's actually the guy who went on to play in uh, fucking Misfits. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, You better know how to play guitar if your name is Doyle. Exactly. Now here we have William Atherton. Always plays a great weasel bad guy. A lot of people know he was the evil, um, what do you call it, uh, professor in uh, Real Genius who's trying to steal the laser from Val Kilmer. It's, it's, like, it's almost the exact same mm-hmm. role. Val Kilmer. Um, yeah, in real geniuses, Biodome. Mac, his uh, AKA is Val Coomer. Is it? He's big Coomer. Oh, yeah. I would have, I would have thought it would have been Val Coomer. Mm-hmm. You got to be down with the the dank memes from the kids, because uh, they say Coomer. They go, oh, a Coomer. That's like whenever uh, you you uh, you're always uh, fucking horny and shit. This is funny though. He goes, I kill you. I kill you. I kill you. <laughs> Definitely, this movie don't you guys think was made in the wake of Dumb and Dumber? Just to be like, oh, we we just got to come out with more comedy duos of dumb guys. Like that's all kids want to see. Exactly, and it was a great fucking time to be alive. It was. They just tried to kiss that cop, and the cop just sat there and took it. He took it. 
the the soundtrack to this movie is kind of like Dumb and Dumber too. It has that way nobody So so yes. How come all the guys in Biodome are like old nerdy chuds, and then they get like the two hottest swimsuit models? Because they got like score with the hotties, bro. Exactly. They are big chuds. I like that name tag that says meat. Mm-hmm. Who, who's whose idea? Name? His real name is Squirrel. Maybe it's Squirrel Meat. Maybe the fucking uh, fucking uh, Illuminati oh, shit. See that's that scene where Doyle was laying there and his hair was covering up his forehead. It was really uh, it was a signifying that you got to squeegee your third eye because this movie's got plenty of fucking subliminal messages in it if you don't know where to look. <laughs> that's right. Don't let your fucking hair cover that third eye. Stirred. That's definitely one. Mm-hmm. Yo, check out that mall, man. What did he even say there? A little steam and I? <laughs> Any, yeah, anytime we see, like, for, for a long time, me and Mac, like, we'd be driving. Like, we'd see, like, a weird kind of building, like, fucking just looks like a, a water treatment plant or fucking, you know, like, in rural, like, places, those big, like, things where they keep, like, fucking, what's that? Like, those big towers where they keep shit inside, like, oh. hay or something. We'd be like, hey, check out that mall, man. We'd be like, check out that mall, man. <laughs> So anything that you that, that you could never mistake for a mall, just like, hey, check out that mall, man. I should probably tell, there, there's a famous story that we talk about on Mac and Zach. We talked about it a couple of times, but uh, back in the day, I saw this movie on like uh, one of the movie channels, and I uh, like I taped it, and I took it to Mac's house. We watched it one time, and then like years later, uh, fucking uh, the video store we frequented a lot, uh, Paris Video, was going out of business. And so uh, Max's mom takes us there, and fucking he's like, "Oh yeah, well, basically they were doing the sale where you get to get some movies," and like he got uh fucking uh, munchy movies and shit. And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah." Uh, when my mom gets off, I'm gonna have her bring me here, and I'm gonna get Biodome. And then he gets this sneaky fucking look on his face, <laughs> like, "Oh!" And then he just runs to his idea. brother. He runs to his brother. He's like, "Richard, remember this Richard, movie?" And he shows him. He shows him Biodome. Yeah. He's like, "He's like, yeah." He's like, you like it, don't you? He's like, yeah. He basically, he basically manipulated his brother into thinking that he'd watched the movie. Yeah, and I was liked really good with that shit with him. Like, oh yeah, you watched this and liked it, right? You want to buy it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> he never seen it. I was like, what a prick. But yeah, this isn't. This is. A and scene I never they, felt bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is a scene where they turn around, they realize Bud and Doyle have breached, and they're in the biodome. Now the the doors cannot open. Until a year has passed. It's a fucking experiment they're doing, and they just crashed it, baby. So should we talk about that this is actually this movie is actually based on a true story? Is it real? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know you guys are, like, younger, yeah, probably about 10 years younger than me, so I, I didn't know if you knew about this. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, like I kind of barely remember it because I was young. But, yeah, so the real one is called Biosphere 2. Uh, it's American Earth System Science Research Facility located in Oracle, Arizona. It was constructed between 1987 and 1991. Has been owned by the University of Arizona since 2011. So it's like, and they did the thing where the people lived in it for I don't know how long—a year, two years, whatever. And then afterward, like it was, you know, it was supposed to be this great like research experiment. And then like there was all these rumors afterwards that like the people partied and like they just got high the whole time and that they snuck out here and there that they didn't really stay in there the whole time. And then like, the, yeah, the fact that like the movie even goes as far as the set it in Arizona. 
Arizona. Like, it's, like, so, like, close. And so, like, this movie was probably a little bit too late to really, like, get people excited about the concept. Because, uh, like, the whole experiment ended about five years before this movie came out. But, like, yeah, it's pretty interesting that it. I don't think a lot of people now know that it really happened. That's, That's the kind of thing Magans actually be pulling, fucking uh, setting up these weird bubble missions where we're fucking, we're just banging hookers and shit on the fucking, get the state to pay for it even. That'd be amazing because we're doing science in here. Yeah, just like YouTube. It's educational purposes. And we're going to plant some purple sticky punch for the we're fucking environment. Babies. It's okay. science. It's. Exactly. It's our nature. We gotta we gotta talk about William Gibson, the old white haired guy who funds yeah, the lucky. experiment. This guy always plays the weirdest. Like if you want to talk about somebody who was born to play a Bart. child molester, <laughs> weird character actors. Yeah, yeah, he's very. They go to him for those characters that just have weird quirks. And like, yeah, he's got the face. He almost looks like he could be a kid, but he looks, looks like, like an old man. Head. Yeah, weird. But this chick is a bub. Yeah, I was gonna say because everybody makes like a big. Polly though, he's Baber. Yeah, mm-hmm. Polly's way hotter. Polly's <laughs> young. Like, yeah. And Polly's like they are. too. Polly's got that young scruff on his face that you only have for like a certain period in like your mid twenties, where you don't really have a beard, but you have like the scruff shit that grows in. Amazing. Yeah, because everybody talks about Kylie Minogue is in this. Like, even in the UK, they put a sticker on uh, at least the DVD, probably the the VHS as well, that says. Uh, something blah blah blah, and featuring Kylie Minogue. So like everybody's like, oh, Kylie Minogue is like Kylie Minogue's hot, but that other chick is way hotter. They're Hell both yeah. really fucking hot. Yeah. Is it? It depends on like. I swear, every time I watch the movie too, I'm like, that one's hotter. No, that one's hotter. It changes. They're they're babs. Yeah. And it's the same with Especially fucking Bud and Doyle. with them. Oh God. Is that is the same with Bud and Doyle because they're I can do this with my finger. This movie is amazing. Like the comedic genius going on here. So I guess we get, we should talk about the one plot hole, even though it's really not a plot hole because this is a perfect film. Is like they realize they're locked in the biodome with Bud and Doyle. But it seems like later on that uh what's his name? William Anthony. It seems like he knows about the back door, the little window that you can crawl <laughs> oh, out of does. if you want to. So how come they just didn't make them leave like right then and there before the experiment even got started? Because they they could, they're not supposed to let anything happen for a year. Yeah. Maybe he was really their their whatever. Maybe yeah, maybe stasis. Maybe at first he was really committed to the experiment, but then once he found out Bud and Doyle, like they just left a key back there and Bud Bud Doyle left and let a bunch of people into party. It was like then it was kind of like they wanted to stop it, but then Bud and Doyle made them continue it. And he was just like hanging out in his own little fucking world, going mad for a while. Wow, and, that's, yeah. weird. That, that's weird how that actually happens in the movie. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> fucking, it just went away weird. with him. You know, this movie's genius. I just had to point out that it's genius. You know what's weird is like when you go to see like I don't, I don't know if people really know like film history or care, but like I remember when this movie came out, it like came out from MGM, who MGM was like a very on their ropes like film company they didn't have like much money at that time so they're doing all these cheap movies like biodome and shit and it's mm-hmm. just like th- like biodome when it came out was seen as like the lowest of the low cinematically but when you watch it now it's actually more of a real movie than like the 300 million dollar movies because like you look at the cinematography like it's actually a good looking movie <laughs> it's actually mm-hmm. well made they're really at these sets, and it's not on a green screen, yes. so it looks more. Yeah. This organic. closet looks kind of sus, though. 
It looks yeah. sus, exactly. Yeah. For fun. <laughs> he, he just. They use Dude, rock. I love the closet scenes. They they yeah. both used rock They're and like paper the best every of the time. Because then you get to watch him like talk about stupid shit. See, it's, like when they show yeah. those domes. Oh, yeah. speaking of sorry, speaking of uh, dreams, we got a little uh, idea, which he has a video of, to uh, shave his dog because of this movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. The shade poochie poochie. We did yeah, that. that scene. We we did that and we said that too. And uh, yeah, we we uh, we fucked up. That scene's funny too because it's like they start smoking, and he's he's talking about how clean the air is and how this experiment's got to survive. And they start smoking, and he turns around. And he's like, "What the?" He pulls their cigarettes out and puts them out. He's like, "You can't do anything you do at home." And then it just comes to a, a scene of them shaving their dog and it's shave poochie poochie, yeah. shave poochie poochie for no reason. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, go had a cameo there. Did you see him? Yeah, my cousin. <laughs> There's two of them. Fucking metal. Well, we can't skip back that last scene where they didn't want to sleep on the floor of the closet, so they just committed to some straight up, uh, what do they call it, sleep creep. They just climb into exactly. the the beds of the girls, and they're, it's not like they just climb in the beds with the girls, like to lay they there and sleep. Care. They just threw them out. Yeah, they start grabbing their asses and romping them and everything. Fucking canceled. Yeah. These days, Bud and Doyle cancel. He's still on the fucking toothbrush. That's I, amazing. I love this when he's using the nerdy guy's toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will not share my tooth of hygiene. And I love it too because it's not just like a a pointless joke. Like the sharing of the toothbrush becomes a major plot element later in the film. Like they definitely pay it off. Mm -hmm. Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's so funny because like my video is perfectly synced up with uh, Max uh, voice uh, impersonations of what the characters are saying. Amazing. This might be the only episode you ever done that actually pays off to sync it up with the movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what's funny too is that I have proof. Fuck each other in the ass. Exactly. I have proof that this movie Lots makes of fucking you out there. This movie makes you dumber. I have definitive proof, and I'll point out the scene where I can tell you that the movie has made me dumber. And that's a great thing in movies. Like if you can achieve that in a movie, you've it. you've really stood the test of time. I, agree. I don't even know what you just said, but. But you special, man. Exactly. I just want to know where he got that fucking haircut from, because it is fucking rocking. The, the, the old guy? The business or... in the front and the yeah. fucking party in the back. I like how I do. That's pretty much how my hair looks now. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 19 months in the pandemic. You need mm-hmm. to uh, get a turtleneck. Yeah. And a nice little scarf. scarf. And make a nice picture, a little pose with your hand, your, your hand crunched up in a fist. Under your chin. Shave poochie poochie. Yeah, we tried to do this, and uh, my uh, shaver ran out of fucking juice. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, mid-shaved, if that, all over his head. So he had, like, a mohawk, and it was it was fucked. Yeah, and it's it's, on... We made his sister cry. Yeah, <laughs> you can see that on our documentary we put Actually, out a yeah. while back. What was it? Princess Pony Power Punch? Princess Super. Awesome Super Pony Power Punch Part 2. Yeah, I don't even know our fucking movie. Exactly. See, this is the kind of shit that made me laugh as a kid. Uh, don't move. But I got a wicked itch of my nids. Don't move. Look how weird Polly looks right here. I know. I want to <laughs> fuck him. Look, he looks like a weasel. Look, he looks like a fucking elf. He really does. He looks like a fucking elf when he smiles. A gnome named Norm over here. 
yeah, dude. <laughs> a gnome named Nom Chomsky. A gnome named Gnome. That was a dank meme I made. I made I made a meme of uh, the a gnome named Norm cover, but it, it was a gnome a norm named Gnome, and it was Gnome Chomsky as the fucking gnome. <laughs> Talk amazing. about memes so dank. Exactly. That that fucking that's so dank. It'll get you high just from staring at it. Yeah. See, look, I like she. She's like this place is vacuum sealed, but you can see the re- the the light coming in from underneath the door. <laughs> yeah. it's like my door downstairs. No, no air comes in or gets out. Like all the, it's like all the air. Like we have plants in here to you know make the air we're breathing in, so we're not getting any air from outside, and all this. And there's also a continuity area. Here's where the movie made me dumber because he says 385 days. They're talking about a year. Yeah. And she says <laughs> yes. And so like to this day. When people I uh, we used to say, no, it's not 365, it's 385. Yeah, I used to, I still do that. I still do that because of this movie. Sherman Tang! You mean Amazing. we're stuck in here 385 days a year? Like, that was totally all over the trailer. And, and nobody pointed, the scientists they were talking to didn't point out you fucked up. It's 65. Look out for that tree! I was trying to do research for this movie, but there's very little out there. And like, yeah, some guy was bitching on Reddit that his brother failed a test because he thought because he put down that there was 385 days in a year because of this movie. That was Zach. This is a great swimsuit. Exactly. There's something about this chick's voice that sounds sounds overdubbed. So exotic, and I just want to fuck her. It sounds overdubbed though, like in this scene especially. Well, probably this scene because the pool. She talks like this. Yeah, it's it's it like it's almost voice acting. It's go. it's perfect. Yeah, we got our boys cameo again. He'll show up a couple times. See, look, they're just sexually harassing the fuck out of these jigs, grabbing their asses, like everything. It. And they're fine with it. Yeah, that's... well, she's doing it too. Check this out. Yeah, the There's girls like go. What's up, guys? Carrot. Look right here. How is that not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That carrot's no, dirty. She just pulled it out of the gonna... ground. You don't just do that if you're not gonna fuck someone. Oh, he, he just he, he <laughs> cummed in his pants. Exactly. Look at that the fucking big cum. patch, the soul patch Lobby. he's got. Yeah, you can see their raisin, them raisins too. She yeah. looks like she has aqua tits. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Kind of like Amber Heard. Look at those chrome titties. Hell yeah. It's it like, like if... she has water inside of a bra. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like if the Silver Surfer had boobs. Hell yeah. Or like fucking the uh, bad guy from fucking Terminator 2. Now this Hell is weird yeah. here too, where Polly spreads ego like he wants somebody to bang him. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say, because there's a lot of references since we don't have the subtitles. I won't know exactly when it comes on. But like when they're driving up to the Biodome, he's like, Biodome, does it go both ways? I don't know, but we do. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot, like as, as politically incorrect as this film is and wouldn't, you know, uh, take the, uh, pass the uh, 2021 test. When it comes to gay jokes, unlike other movies from the time, this movie's very gay friendly and makes it actually sound like it's very cool to be gay. <laughs> I mean, I used to do that with my friends, make gay that, jokes. That's I mean, basic. <laughs> that's, that's completely our humor, and it might yeah. be shaped because of this movie. Like uh, the like fucking all my scene where he, are fucking the, gay. We all the, act, you know. The the scene where he goes, oh, the, that fucking top is great. It's just a fucking hole there yeah. for you. Just a, a great target. They like yeah. Captain Crunch in this fucking movie. That's for sure. 
This guy is cool too. I was gonna say he's my hero. He's the real big chat of the movie because he just sits I wish around. I at sixty nine. Yeah, it should. Oh. It probably did in the European version. But uh, <sighs> Taylor yeah. Negron, yeah, he plays uh, Joey Lauren and Adam's uh, stepdad, and all he does is sit around and drink beer and never work. And uh, it's funny too because like to add more to the name confusion, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the whole movie he call instead of him calling Bud and Doyle, he calls them Bob and Daryl. <laughs> Amazing. You had sex with President Clinton. That's Elliot. yeah. That's a great that's joke. The instant like he's a badass. Yeah. See, I th- I think that's a joke about because uh, uh, he she they 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 finally get out later in the of the biodome and they get a pizza immediately and he's the d- delivery guy okay. and and he goes Russell, how did you get a job? And he goes, fucking President Clinton. He's like, you had sex with President Clinton. Amazing. And I think that's a reference <laughs> to like fucking clinton like i guess he made it really hard to get any kind of like assistance like uh food stamps or whatever so the joke was like oh yeah her stepdad's yeah he's he's getting uh fucking uh, assistance but fucking uh, the president made him get a job to get it or something it, it fucking it, dang joke you ready Amazing. to have your mind blown even more talk about tying in these cinematic universes that same mm-hmm. guy plays the pizza delivery guy who delivers the pizza to uh what's his name uh, spicoli and fast times at the school hell yes yeah <laughs> another great film with got fucking hot hell babes yeah. as the girlfriends polly's licking the hell out of that uh glass there i, I, I mean, wish stasis it will not work i wish i was that glass yeah you're not gonna keep home i wish stasis. i was one of their asses Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the windows are covered with cum all day. Look at her titties, just like kind of rubbing on them halfway off a little bit. They're a little. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I. Right. Oh, they're great. I'd fucking. His mullet's I'd... a little bit better. I would. Uh... Why do they have weird cups? What are their fucking cups? They look strange. Exactly. <laughs> look how gross that is. That looks like spam. What's in this? Like... What's in this cable? Yeah, it's supposed What's to... with it, not in it. It worked. Yeah, Mac can read the lips perfectly. It came out of Romulus. It came out of Romulus's ass. So I guess I guess I should I should talk about Romulus for a second. Like I don't know if you guys remember, but this kid, this dude was always in a bunch of like comedies and also a bunch of commercials. Whenever they needed like a really nerdy guy who would like stare real hard and be like all shaky. Here's where they make fun of the supermodels. Is another. Oh yeah, this is. Uh, I got show. me and Zach in trouble for doing this in mm-hmm. our like. I would go to Mrs. Is it Worth? Mrs. Worth. Mm-hmm. I, we would go into her study hall. That's where Zach was, and I was in a different class, I guess. And I was like, I want to go over there, so she'd let me come over there, and I'd be like, we would fucking say that that line right there and say Devonna cigarette, and she got mad cigarette. at us for saying it. <laughs> She's like, stop saying that. She's like, stop, stop referencing Biodome, you fucks. See, exactly. Biodome had such a huge Dude, impact on her culture. was hot. I know she knows what it was from. You know, she's a fucking stoner. She had to be. <laughs> she always... Dude, I swear to God. Mrs. Worth, like, she always had that smirk on her face, and her eyes were like... They kind of looked bloodshot, and she always had that, like... <laughs> they were kind of closed, like, that smile. Dude, she was fucking hot. You she's know she was. She's a babe. Like, she was a fucking babe, and I... God. All right. Her teeth were like goofy but they were fucking perfect i don't they're hot goofy yeah hey we got the scene here the fucking weasel returns i was gonna i was gonna say the weasel he goes back i thought this was weird too because he'd done a couple movies at this point he did in the army now jury duty and this with short hair and now he went into like weasel cosplay for this scene 
Exactly. And he's eating the fucking ultimate Chad meal. He's got a Jif fucking that thing of peanut butter, and he's dipping bacon in it. Fucking amazing. I'm pretty. Dude, look how many fucking bandanas he has on. Yeah. It's like fucking Solid Snake with infinite ammo. <laughs> well, you, you, you need a full-on shot to hold that giant wig down. Hell like yeah. Solid Snake with infinite ammo. I think you can shoot fucking infinite <laughs> fucking ammo. nugs. Exactly. Hell yeah. I think the scene where they're shaving the dog, how they're covered in whipped cream, like, or shaving cream, like, they also have peanut butter on their face. Now, uh, yeah. this is this is where this guy becomes actually absolutely my favorite character in the movie when the stepdaughter comes in. If I were you, I would hump. He, hump. Yeah, he's like, hump, hump, hump. But he goes, you know you want me. <laughs> this, I can't go to the bathroom. I hurt my bladder rollerblading. Exactly. If, the, if this guy wasn't dead, he'd be like the most Dude, like, popular actor if, in if, porn right now, playing the step there. If Zach saw like his uh, screen roll, like or his fucking uh, what do you call it, his fucking screenplay or whatever the fuck you call it, he's like, oh yeah, I feel like that'd be perfect for Zach. Amazing. Yeah, exactly. Sitting there seeing those lines. I want that shirt. His lines are perfect. Oh, this is where they bring up the fucking Bud and Doyle action figures. Anatomically yeah. correct, of course. It looks like a fucking bobblehead, I'm telling you. I never really understood why the old guy who funded Biodome wanted to all of a sudden make all this money off of Bud and Doyle Be- bullshit. Because they, they didn't want... He, because they thought that everyone was going to ruin... They were going to ruin it, and then he turned around and said, these are the special fucking scientists. He's fucking trying to save his fucking ass. That's what he's doing. I, yeah, I think he's trying to appeal Fuck to the youth. Guy. He's trying to appeal to the youth. They're the ones that buy the shirts and shit. Yeah. The shit will sell better than Iron Maiden merch. Like, but, like, for what like, purpose? Why does he have to make money off of it? we got these weird-ass scientists that look different. What do we do with them? We're going to make money off of this. Plus, I don't I think, know. Plus, I think they're don't, really hot, and I want to fuck them. Don't think too hard about this uh, excellent fucking movie, Biodome. Oh, no, I'm not. I love it. I hear this is perfect. <laughs> look at that guy in the back holding the shirt. Like, fuck this. He's fucking pissed. You know he is. You, you can tell this scene was like mostly filler that they just came up with a spot because all of a sudden they pitched that they should let them do a phone okay. sex line f- just so mm-hmm. they can talk sexy to be funny. Look at him getting a cigarette. Uh, Where did he get that cigarette? Like Michael Myers when he just randomly pulls out a knife. Did you see his hand come from like the fucking left? Man. He had a cigarette. <laughs> he got so hard. <laughs> that horn. guy was probably holding that too. Well, mm-hmm. and the guy earlier took their cigarettes from He just grabbed them and okay. then the cigarettes disappeared. <laughs> I didn't even... Fucking through their wrappers in the river. What a bunch yeah. of pricks. Here's the worst overdub. Yeah. Why didn't he make them fall into the fucking little cooking thing? Did you see the weird string? <laughs> Did you see the, rose, the weird string? Yeah. Like, was he a puppet? Were they fucking marionetting that fucking kid? <laughs> I laughed at Mac. He's like, why didn't he make him fall into the fucking, the fucking uh, thing? I, th- I think it would have actually been funny if they would have had them to like overdub the voices on the kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> what was that TV show? What was that TV? There was a TV show where, like, every time it showed him as a kid, they just fucking CGI the main actor's head on the kid. Oh, I don't know. It was super cringe, but funny on that on that effect. Then then doesn't he pee in the biodome ocean here? Oh, he gets the fish in the fucking uh, pee hole. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fish on the plate, he said. The most plastic fish ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> illegal, illegal. 
So this is what we mm-hmm. be doing. We trying to get them to let us plant the purple sticky oh, we punch. Love the purple sticky yeah. punch. It makes a fine rope. I think I think a lot of people would too, especially if we had grape drink. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, if you had grape we drink. Got that purple sticky punch and that grape drink. Exactly. But, I remember I remember I didn't realize that's what they were talking about, like until like eight times into watching the movie, like I mean, just from looking at that little pot leaf down there at the bottom. Oh, it's just like what a line with an X through it. No, it's not. It has like lumps coming off the sides for the leaves. I, I didn't notice. You just have to have the 4K version. It looks exactly. perfect. They know what they're doing. They're like, "You fucks." That's a that's a joke they they rehashed throughout the movie. They say on three, three. Yeah. Funny. I feel like the bungee jumping was. A scene that they added just so they could put it in the trailer. Exactly. I'm just weird how they didn't like think that they could probably like snap or like yeah, it wouldn't work. No, oh, here's a big Chad here, Roger Clinton. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, was he a singer? About, okay. a yeah, he ass. was. Oh, wasn't she Marilyn Manson's fucking girlfriend at the time? Yeah, and then she got raped by Harvey Weinstein. Rose McGowan. She's hot. Yeah, she's it, hot. Buddy. It's kind of funny too because like. I had seen her in the Doom Generation before this, which is like probably her best movie ever. But um, yeah, it's weird to think she did this movie. This movie came out like in January of '96. Nobody knew who she was at all. And then that December, she was in Scream, and then like everybody knew who she was. And she like worked nonstop after that until Harvey Weinstein blacklisted her for rape. Crazy. I know. We should, uh, the first Mac and Zach movie should be like, we're fucking going to Hollywood to kill Harvey Weinstein or something. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to drink the adrenochrome out so of his neck. Think, I'm confused. You think like, didn't he get, he's in prison now, right? Yeah, now he is. So don't, don't you think that they would go back through that blacklist? I mean, not really. Just because anybody that he blacklisted in the '90s, they don't want to hire anyway because now they're too old. Like if if yeah. you ever if you ever notice like Hollywood, I feel like they would throw her back in a screen movie. I don't know now, dude. If you if you kept abreast of her latest activities, <laughs> I, <don't>... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might I, I would watch her in a yoga movie on YouTube. She well, she has one out. Um, that pineapple looks fucking dank. It does. It's like peanut butter like Just juice. the way he serves it makes me want to try it. Yeah, The way he sells it. He's a good you fucking salesman. You motherfuckers. This is what happened. We thought it was goat. We fucking were back there spanking the goat. How'd that feel, bud? Uh, goat was there. Exactly. I was there. It'd be funnier oh. if they had the goat in there with them. It would be. They should have made the goat like their sidekick. Hell yeah. Well, they do later for golf. Here's the yeah. scene where fucking Doyle Locked does. Ass out. Doyle does his fucking weasel shtick here. Yeah. And uh, proving that only the shore can pull off the wheeze. Not anymore. Warmer. You know, Polly always talks about how his films kept declining. And I think in the Army Now was the first one that didn't do as good. And then Jerry Dewey did way less. And then this one did. But you look it up. This one didn't really bomb the way they talk about it it made more than its budget so you know you know that it probably made all profit on video but it's, it mm-hmm. is weird that he just was never in a theatrical movie after this like at all yeah fucking until like uh recently the uh fucking one that's like yeah, kind of small or, yeah. or house yeah guest house or whatever 
But that's really fucking pissing off Faulkner because like he he's giving interviews and they're like, oh, what's Bud Doyle up to? And they're stealing all the thunder. Yeah. And they're fucking making jokes out of it. Like, oh, tell Faulkner, stop hogging the KY. Fucking making a mockery out of his experiment. This is where they really start fucking with Romulus here. Oh, yeah. He's my favorite. Yeah. He's funny. Like, anytime anytime he shows up in movies, he's always funny. Like, like he's in a fucking house guest and shit. It's amazing. He's good. How did how would he not know what a fucking butterfly is? <laughs> what are these guys? Because he's stupid. Because crazy like a, he town looks like didn't a come out killer. here. <laughs> 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 so what? So one time, probably like around two thousand six, two thousand seven, I was ordering a sandwich at Subway, and then like yeah. somebody came up and walked next to me, <laughs> and I looked who it was. It was the guy who played Romulus, but it's not. This isn't even the best part. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, it was. And it was. He was dressed head to toe, and like you know those like like uh, what do you call it? Spandex bodysuits people wear when they ride oh, yeah. bikes. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, dude, like the uh, the Under Armour shit. Yeah, yeah, but like that's all they wear, like nothing else. Like he was just, right. but it was like I think it was like a ass helmet. Yeah, like, well, he didn't have it on him. I guess it was on his bike, but he came in, and at that point, he was shaving his head, so he's, like, completely bald. He's, like, all sweaty. <laughs> he came in. <laughs> Did he have the beard? Uh, he had, like, a, he had like stubble. Like, like honestly, it kind of... So it he was, looked hot? Well, very. Like, he was a bit Sad. older, too. He had aged since then. But, Did you um, go, dick? <laughs> no, but it, but it, but I I ate my sandwich and watched him, watched him eat his sandwich by himself. <laughs> You should have talked to him. I should have, but he was so sweaty and like I felt like he was oh, almost well. naked with what he was wearing. But you should have. Yeah, like, that guy's shirt looks like it says Mongler. Is that what it says? Monger. No, it says Monger. Yeah. Monger. What's Fish? up, Monger? He should have like you should have tried to like rub your skin against his sweat, and you could have had his, his sweat on you. <laughs> It's the best thing next to getting his autograph. Honestly, at that point, it'd been so long since I'd seen him in anything. Like, I, like I knew him, but like I didn't really remember what he was in because it'd been a long time since I'd seen this. So, like, if I would remember he was in this, I would have definitely asked him about it. Oh yes. How many like uh, fucking stars have you seen? Not been, like not that many, really. Um, mm-hmm. I think we, it, use, we hang out with stars, baby, just because. They're not oh, yeah. stars. Mac and Zach are probably the Illuminati. We we uh, fucking we we come up with all the fucking uh, we're, we're behind big cum and all this shit. There's See, an, is this that right here. This wasn't really a golf ball. This was actually someone trying to shoot them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like how they turn the shower heads into golf clubs. I like how goats just chilling there with fucking golf. Yeah, clubs. you were you were playing their caddy. How was scene. that actually? It was pretty good. Hell it yeah. sucked when he kept pulling that rope on my throat though. I bet. Kind of kinky though, dude. There's I wonder the... if like you can actually find this. Like, oh, they these... just made one for the movie, and what do you think they did with it? Threw it away. Come on, it. <laughs> I wonder what they did with it though. Really, who took it? I can't believe there's not a bunch of props up for sale for this movie with all the equipment and shit that like they had. Like it's sticky. Mommy, get me out! I went my hugging. Nobody loves me. This is the actual sticky paper they put up in the scene in the biodome. Yeah. Fucking eight hundred bucks. I would buy it. I would too. Th- this this was uh, 
Polly's excuse just to use his hillbilly other voice. Hey. Yes. Oh, you can tell that was overdubbed right there, baby. Yeah, big time. Oh, come on. Did, hey. did he... He called him. He called him CD Rom. Yeah, that was CD Rom. That's the bad thing about um. Dude, I wonder if they like have this big giant thing with all the bugs on it. Hey, how much do you think his uh, cigarette filter would go for? <laughs> Drinking a filter, making. That filter. was like Zach's favorite quote. I used to sing that all the time. Exactly. Dude, like. Like so much money. Dude, like <laughs> that thing's probably worth like a billion dollars right now. Especially if you had one of the fake little bugs that was like on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could just like throw it out in your yard for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, they used to always put butterflies in movies that were like uh, like on strings, and like they would always bounce and float through the scene. You'd see them on fucking strings and shit. They don't do that yeah, anymore. Yeah. It's like a butterfly now is like the easiest thing to make in CGI, it seems like. Yeah, like, did the, did the butterflies have to be dead to put them on a string and do that? I think that, I don't think they're really butterflies. I think they're just like plastic toys. Oh, hell yeah. See, I remember, I, I remember finding this video on YouTube where, like, basically it was like a normal, like, black and white kind of old timey movie, but like dogs are playing the parts. Mm-hmm. And like people in the comments were talking about, like, oh yeah, this is like this was a really barbaric time in American history. They used to fucking use dead dogs to play these roles. Like they they'd actually use corpses of dogs and like fucking no. tie them up and like work them like marionettes. And it was like they fuck. I was like, well, that's fucking. What uh, movie is this from? Yeah, it was some fucking old timey video I found. I, at first, it was funny because it was like, oh, it's so. <laughs> I funny. think I know what you're talking about. These cute dogs are playing people and they're talking and shit. And then I read the comments. I was like, this ain't funny anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is sad. What fucking movie is this? I got to watch it. I don't remember. It was like fucking like 50s movie or something. Some well, old there, school. There was a TV show on the 70s that they rerun in like the late 80s that I used to watch on Nickelodeon. It was called, uh, I guess when my dad was younger, he used to watch it. It was called Lancelot Link, Secret Chimp. And it was a it was a spoof of James Bond movies, but they just had all chimpanzees in clothes, and they would put like peanut butter on their teeth to make them like lick their lips, and they would dub in dialogue. It was donk. That sounds amazing. It, it was actually really good, believe it. Or not. <laughs> that should be the Mac and Zach movie, the first one at least. We just get fucking monkeys to play us. Yeah, and then there was like See, a female that had like a long wig on. <laughs> yeah. This this scene right here where they break into like the the room where they keep all the food stored for yeah. like the rest of the year, and they fucking like trash it and like mm-hmm. go through it and basically like almost ruin the experiment here. This is always one of my favorite scenes because they find the laughing gas and shit. Yeah. And one of the, like I love the scene where he uh, pulls out the spam. And he goes, "I want some spam," and it, like he's doing the duck billed platypus. He does the yeah. fucking. He's did this opera blue velvet? Oh, I'm slutty. Oh, I'm slutty. This is probably like my favorite scene. Yeah. Exactly. But he he pulls out the spam and then he he breaks it in half. He's like, you want half? And then like the sight of him splitting it in half makes him <laughs> gag. He goes, and then he immediately puts it in his mouth. He immediately just shoves it in his mask after he gags. It's so funny. 
Well, it's weird too because they were so hungry and they could smell the junk food, even though it was like all sealed up and stuff. And like they finally get all this food, and all they do is dump it on the floor. They hardly eat any of it. <laughs> oh no, they're fucking going at it, bud. Look, he what? throws it in his fucking mask. Look, he's chugging and. Is that laughing? Cheetos and fucking root beer. No way. I'm slutty. I'm slutty. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not what he says though in Blue Velvet. He's he's, he's, he's he, he says like I want to fuck you, mommy, or something. Like that. <laughs> I guess they couldn't say that in a PG-13 movie. No. I think he was just mocking him. Yeah, exactly. This, this I'll tell you whenever the part where he gags, I, it always makes me fucking lose it. <laughs> he's like <laughs> nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Yeah, duck bill platypus. Right here. I need some spam. He splits it. I oh, feel he, like they were actually right here, watch. shit when they did this. Watch. Oh. Right when he splits it, he, he immediately gags and then throws it in his face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell it was killing him to do that. <laughs> how do you how do you think <laughs> How do you think they convince Spam to let them use their product yeah. and then show them gagging? Yeah, the yeah. The Dude, they had to be been fucked up when they did that part. Yeah, because Polly's po- really veins are popping out of his forehead. <laughs> yeah, there's always those stories where they talk about... <laughs> so dumb. There's always those stories where they talk about... <laughs> He looked like the guy from fucking Green Day there. The way Polly's yeah. laughing when he's all stoned out is hilarious, too. Mm-hmm. There's always those stories they talk about where, like, oh, yeah, we were playing high in the scenes, so, like, behind the scenes, we decided to smoke a joint, so it'd be uh, more realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, they did that on the, the set of uh, Evil Dead for that scene where they're high at the beginning, oh, yeah. and then it made the, it backfire because it made them all paranoid and shit, and they couldn't act. Mm-hmm. Pretty funny. Yeah. I always laugh at this too. This 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 is probably the best overdub in a movie, because like whenever the the ladder's coming up and it covers his mouth, it's like oh yeah we got to overdub something there to be funny, and he uh, like oh you can't see my mouth so, I'll, I'll, and then it slowly rises past his eye so he goes I can't see you. <laughs> I know <laughs> that may actually made me crack up the other night. <laughs> What is what is it like? Has to explain it when we're about to see it. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking high? <laughs> it's it's like the critics really came after these movies, and you know, and they and they the studios complied really because they stopped making mm-hmm. them. Like nobody makes comedies anymore. Like what what is it? Like people just don't like to laugh anymore. They just want to watch the news all the time because well, everyone takes everything seriously now. Like fucking yeah. like Twitter. Can't, it's it's can't funny. Fucking do anything. I can't <laughs> yeah, you can't even see. Uh, <laughs> open still. Oh, see, I think it's one of those things where remember back in the '90s, uh, the critics were basically any of these movies that are kind of classic, like cult classic comedies, like Tommy Boy, and all those kind of things, like fucking even like uh, Billy Madison and shit. The critics were shitting on those movies too, right? And like they're just fucking raking them through the mud and everything. So now, like, uh, it's just like, why would you fucking trust critics? Because like, I remember for a while, like when comedies were kind of coming back in the early two thousands, they were like, oh, the critics are raving. This is one of the classics we'll be watching. It's like, why would I trust you? You're the same critics that said all the classics were shit when they came out. Fucking amazing. Well, I feel like back then critics thought they were being like safeguards of like cinema to be like. 
Like, mm-hmm. oh, like we can't we can't let these films get popular. It's too dangerous. We'll just have nothing but junk. Meanwhile, they didn't see China coming in the back door with all the censored films and like, oh, everything must be uh, you know, appropriate for Chinese audiences and have tons of shitty CGI. Oh. Yeah, like fucking Disney, like, oh, we made this character gay and she's got one line where she yeah. mentions she's gay so we can cut it out of the China version. <laughs> and that's a, that's the thing is oh, like yeah. they, they get everybody in America to be like, oh, how progressive in China. It's like, oh, yeah, we just snipped that right out. And uh, <laughs> exactly. just it's, it's just there to easily cut out. Did you hear about that Monster Hunter movie? <laughs> Oh God! They had to censor it. They pulled it out of China after one day because the guy says, "I guess he like hit somebody in it with his knee, like karate or whatever." And he says, "I have Chinese." (laughs) They were so offended they shut the theaters down and pulled it out. (laughs) Are you serious? I'm dead serious. What a bunch of fucking sissies! Very unchad. Very low key. This is a funny scene too, where like they think they're gonna die on this rock, so like they start confessing all the bad Dude, things. They've, they've, only, done. they've only been out there for like fucking an hour, maybe. I know. <laughs> it hasn't even like. Polly just ripped yet. his shirt for no reason. <laughs> yeah, they, they're basically he, he basically I think that's where he got the squirrely uh, fucking uh, nickname from. You remember that fucking squirrel that set a blaze to the entire neighborhood? Yeah, He's like, you started that fire. That's amazing that's scene. Squirly, He's like, no, but that was pretty cool, huh? <laughs> and then why is he squirrely? Off. Look at her neck oh, peeking yeah. out of that fucking little jacket or little fucking over the top. See, this is where Faulkner, he's starting to lose it a bit. He's just fucking yeah. like, he's not caring about whether they live or die anymore. Look at that little nippy. Which which is weird because he, you think he would be normal now that uh, Squirrel and Bud are gone. Their Bud and Doyle are gone. Fucking squeegee or third eye, maybe Squirrely and Bud, the chaos added into the scientific element was the only thing keeping them sane the whole time. Could have been. Think about it. It's I love this. I love this reaction. Wait, wait, look, a key. And it just <laughs> opens up that easy. <laughs> they left the key in the lock. No way. So fucking stupid. It's amazing. <laughs> it's great. I love this part where they get out. See, yeah. I was thinking while watching it to get ready for this commentary, rewatching it, I was like, what happened to their fucking house? They had their own house. It wasn't yeah. an apartment. Like, fucking, are their girlfriends, like, taking care of it? Or something? When Polly sees the boot on the car, he's like, a boot, a boot. Exactly. Maybe that's why that old guy had to make all the money off all the toys to pay their rent while they were gone. Oh, yeah. Here, here's our boy back. Yeah. Russell. They just order the pizzas. And it's funny, too, because he's like, he's like, oh, $57 for the pizza. The bladder busters are saying because I couldn't find the place. Well, but, like, he totally drives off without getting any money from them. They're just like, fuck it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he's like, 5780 plus tip. <laughs> and then they don't give him anything and he just drives <laughs> off. <laughs> it's funny because it's. <laughs> It's funny too because it's like you know that was probably just like edited out or something to, <laughs> yeah. to save time, but it just makes the movie funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, we're we're getting ready to see the scene. Did the scene where the fucking tenacious D already passed? I think it's coming up. I think it's coming up because like yeah. they met those guys. The chicks met those guys that want to mack on them. Mm-hmm. I think it's right after this scene, actually. Yeah, I like how they ordered four large pizzas and one drink. 
Exactly. Are they going to fucking share it or what? It's a bladder buster. It's, it's, it's enough for two, babe. Yeah. Need two straws for that bladder buster. I remember when I was poor and I lived a block away from 7-Eleven, I would go buy a big gulp of like Gatorade or something to make it last for like two days. Hell yes. What's the the fucking the the best food to get when you're poor? Mm-hmm. Most Taquitos. people do. Most people do those fucking uh, those Roman noodles. I never liked the Roman noodles. I mean, they're fine, but it's I never. I I only got those during the winter time, like when it was cold. They're good to eat when it's cold, like that little cup or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just to eat, just to eat something cheap, you can find better cheap shit to eat than that. Salad is actually cheaper and better than that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and this is their buddy Roach. <laughs> fucking stole that name from our boy from fucking Idle Hands. Okay. Fucking people under stairs. I I I could be wrong, but I think that's like part of uh, Polly's stand-up comedy because I had this comedy CD of his called Pink Diggly Diggly, where the <laughs> cover is him like all lubed up coming out of a giant vagina. Like his I head heard is, that album, yeah. yeah. And he constantly talks about the Roach family in that, and, and he does like impersonations of them, like their hillbillies called the Roach family. So I think that's why they named that guy Roach. Exactly. So my my amazing story of, of seeing this movie is I went by myself to have a, uh, you know, it was early January and not a lot of movies come out. Oh, at least back then came out in January. What they did, they're all the dumping ground movies. But uh, yeah, I saw this with a, a double feature. I made it out of this in Lawnmower Man 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a movie that's since disappeared. I don't even think you can buy it on DVD or Blu ray or anything. I have actually never seen either of the uh, Lawnmower Man movies. I have them to watch, though. The first one's pretty good. Well, we are seeing the scene with Tenacious D now. We're going to save oh, yeah. some trees. We're going to save some trees. And they're actually listed in the credits as Tenacious D as well. Hell yeah. They actually are playing one of their real songs. They just changed the lyrics for the chorus. It's called The Five Needs. And it recently came out as like a part of, a, it's like a, as a single for like the uh, the COVID like shit. Was it released part, by Kid COVID? It was released mm-hmm. by the Tenacious D themselves. Fucking after, see, the, 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 they had to save the world in the pick of destiny. We're fucking taking over for them. They're getting too old. Mm-hmm. I, c- I kind of wish that they would have shown actually their girlfriends more in the story, but I guess you could only make the movie so long. Exactly. Like, like fucking every, every good thing is going to only be so long. Like fucking Paul Shore's cock. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that. well, that's pretty much never ending from what I heard. Mm-hmm. See... I always like, yeah, I remember like the fucking the soundtrack of this movie. Let it to the ow. Let it to the ow. Ah. I have no idea what the lyrics are, but I, I know the, the noises he's making with his mouth. Yeah, this, this band that they have in the Biodome is so generic. I guess we should say for people not following along, they they hold a big concert to, to, to I guess, party a concert to make money for whatever reason. Uh, in the biodome, and they totally destroy it because everybody's just partying and trashing it because all these bros and dudes and whatever. What were they cooking? Like a fucking pig or one of the goats? It had to be. Uh, there was a pig they showed earlier, so I think it was the pig. It looked more like the pig. 
they fucking killed one of the goats. That would have been fucking our boy, the goat's family. Like, his fucking or friends. Like, what, what savages. The rest of the movie would have been, like, Death Wish. Exactly. I thought it was funny that the, the party bros just grab Faulkner, and they have John handcuffs, Hicks. and they just handcuffed him to a tree. Hell yes. Yeah. See, that, that, that now I'm thinking about the fucking, uh, just how great that would be, a Death Wish movie starring a goat going around fucking impaling people with his horns and shit. You know what? That'd be dumb. I got a question for you, bud. What yeah. are you eating? Use the same goat in the uh, the uh, Adam Sandler soundtrack? No, that's a, <laughs> that's a different one. Oh, you related to him? Not that one. I'm related to Black Phillip from The Witch, though. Hell yes. Metal. But did you notice for for they're definitely uh, roasting a pig because they're doing a luau. This is a low hot sauce. But you see the cardboard sign; it's only two bucks to get in, even by nineteen ninety six standards. That's too cheap. Yeah, see, they 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 pointed out that they're only doing this to fucking show to their girlfriends that they care about the environment, which yeah. just completely backfires because they're all fucking trashing the place. Yeah, you phonies. This guy with the long hair, Jeremy Jordan, he was in a couple movies in the late 90s. He played a big depressed Chad in the Greg Iraqi film Nowhere, where he just sat around in a sh- room shirtless, crying and listening to music. And then Sounds I think. like me right now. Yeah, and if I'm yeah. remembering right, it's a pretty dark movie. I think he kills himself by putting his head in an oven. Hell yes. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a pretty awesome movie. Sounds amazing. Yeah. That, if you're gonna kill yourself, like fucking, what other way? Exactly. Did he pull a fucking combat shock and put his fucking uh, mutated fucking Agent Orange baby in there first? Nah, he was like a teenager. He didn't have any babies or whatever. Not Chad enough. Mm-mm. But they made a sequel TV show out of that movie because there's an alien that goes around in it, evaporating people, and they made a sequel. Uh, TV series I watched on Stars it came out like a year ago, and in the sequel they brought back the same alien costume, but in the sequel instead of shooting people with a gun, he anally rapes people. That sounds. I can't tell if you're fucking memeing or that's part of the movie. I'm I'm a thousand percent that sounds for like real. Zach would do. <laughs> yeah. A fucking real a drama type movie about a kid that kills himself in the oven. Had a fucking alien in it. That's amazing. Well, there's all kinds yeah. of shit that happens in nowhere. It's awesome. There's an alien. A guy dies in the oven. There's a girl that gets raped by one of the stars of Baywatch. Uh, <sighs> what else happens? <laughs> so it's like a trick-or-treat movie where it's just a bunch of different fucking clips. Pretty much. It's, there's like 20 different characters in it. Like pretty oh, yeah. much. It's pretty good. Here, here's, here's a fun fact. All these people you're seeing laying around and sleeping and shit. We're really there. They never leave, and, like, they fucking, like, later on in the movie, they, you know, we see them, you know, fucking lock the door again and swallow the key, fucking Doyle, and they just disappear, never see him again. Well, we get to see the, the Chad stepfather, he leaves. Yep, he's the only one. So these people must just be hanging out in the dome throughout the rest of the movie. Having fun. Exactly. Because they're dudes. Yeah, so the name of the movie is Nowhere, and then the sequel TV show is called Now Apocalypse. If you have stars, you can watch it. It's pretty dunk because the alien rapes a lot of people throughout the... Uh, the, the alien uh, rape. And sadly, that show was canceled after one season. Fucking stars. I know. 
We need to sick the fucking nemesis on stars. Fucking get those stars for fuck's sake. Nemesis from Resident Evil 3. The nerd joke. Or, or Resident Evil 2 if you're talking about the movies. Hell yes. I like that scene where he just walks up to the movie theater. <laughs> and all the stars are like, take a shot. And he just snarls and shoots a rocket. <laughs> Amazing. I remember Mac. Remember Mac was living at my house when that movie came out. He's like, oh, yeah, you want to go see Resident Evil 2? It's got a nemesis in it. I'm like, no. I remember Resident Evil 2 was like the the last movie, like the last weekend before like I moved away. So like me and all my friends like went to see it and like they're like being really fucking weird at the movie theater. Like before they were even less like after we bought the tickets and everything, like like just to get into like the theater room, they're like, We have to card you again. I'm like, What? Yeah. <laughs> weird. It- it was like that whenever we went and saw uh, fucking Resident Evil, or, um, fucking Halloween Resurrection of all movies. When I saw David Cronenberg's Crash, I can't remember if they did it for Showgirls too, but I know they definitely did it for Crash. They had like a ticket guy, and then like right at the door, he didn't like ask for your tickets again, but he just watched to make sure you didn't look young if you're heading in or whatever. Yeah, with Showgirls, it kind of makes sense. Wasn't that released as NC-17? Yeah, both of them were. Well, Showgirls, like, uh, I guess it was just more popular because it got talked about more. But, like, and ironically enough, I saw them at the same theater. It was a theater we didn't normally go to, but I guess it was the only theater that wanted to show NC-17 shit. But with Showgirls, I remember seeing it with, like, a a packed crowd, you know? And then, like, you saw Crash. There was only, like, five people in there, and then, like, half of them. It was, like, this jock guy, uh... When James Spader started railing Elias Cotillas in the ass, he got all offended. He got up and uh, I guess he wanted to be a Chad and he demanded that his girlfriend Stacy and the other Chad and Stacy that were with him stormed out of the theater. And I'm just like, dude, like you went, like you were perfectly fine in the scene where he was fucking some lady's flesh wound in the leg. (laughs) But now that he's having sex with a man, that's one step too far for you. (laughs) This fucking movie where people get turned on by car accidents is fucking, I find this offensive. Yeah, really. <clears throat> so you this, notice this door with the key it has a code lock on it too does it <laughs> it has like a little keypad on it i didn't notice it's at the bottom left what i wanted to know is because they have all the trash they have to get rid of because it's all yeah, sealed where in it? where they're gonna put it <laughs> yeah yeah where would you put mm-hmm. all that trash this is one of my favorite gay jokes in the movie Master Bases, you don't think i'm good at I don't think that's really a gay joke. <laughs> no, he says you are very good at I mean, either stuff. he's watching very him beat good. off or he's beating him off. That's kind of gay to me. Both. <laughs> that's an amazing I mean, gay if, joke. I mean, if you don't care, then I guess it, it just depends on what you think is gay. Exactly. It's not gay if they're just jacking each other off. <laughs> exactly. I like I like how they do the countdown. I'll do it. And it's like I'll all dramatic. It. Yeah, exactly. and he really drops it in his mouth. So how he keep it from going down his throat? Yeah, watch when he goes out. Look at the bottom left. See oh it? yeah, see, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, there is a keypad. Like they, the like they wouldn't know what the code is. It's a calculator, just there for decoration. Oh yeah, I remember watch calculators. Oh yes. And it's weird too, cause like that door, like the metal part, like it looks like it's just wood that's painted silver. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Why does his lip look like slightly purple? 
Because he's, he's choking on that giant-ass key he swallowed. Yeah, I just noticed it. Yeah. Romulus is all blue. I'm a little, little guy in a little house. A oh, little what the horse. fuck was that song? See, the, the 90s, not everything was great about the 90s. There was some shitty stuff in the 90s. No, was that early 2000s? I think it was like literally 2000 or something. Maybe. But um, I'm surprised that the, the, the horny stepdad isn't all horny here. The, the girls like in their PJs, like all painting their nails right in front of them. Calm brain, yeah. If this movie was R-rated, it'd be way more offensive. A clown. They did the fucking back into the left meme that was big in the 90s. Yeah. Thanks to Kevin Costner. Yeah. Back into the left. A clown. Yeah. Now should, the have been, should have been vulgar, the clown. Should he have raped have in the movie? It was like there were so many people running into the biodome trash, and it. it was almost like it was a march on Capitol Hill. Hell yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That's, that has nothing to do with what happened or anything going on today. Mm-hmm. This commentary is fucking dateless. You can listen to this in the future. I know. This is a this is the thirtieth anniversary of this movie, you know. Actually, it's, actually, it's not. It's twenty five. Exactly, but when it is the thirtieth, it'll still not be dated. Is what the joke I was. Yeah, about. I was thinking about that. I was like twenty five because like we're going right up till midnight, and the, the, I perfectly timed it so like right when the credits uh, start, that's when it will be midnight, and it will be exactly the twenty fifth anniversary since the release of Biodome. But then I was thinking, well, it's not really. It's the it's the twenty fifth anniversary when it came out, but the movie was actually created probably the year before or something. Probably, yeah. yeah. So, are we going to drop the meme? Are we going to give our real opinions of Biodome? Sure. It's, it's widely thought to be one of the worst movies ever made, I guess. Well, those people can just fuck right off. They can. Yeah, I'm going to like say, like, there. It, there's definitely, like... <clears throat> it's weird. Like, like it's it works and it doesn't. there's like a lot of the stuff that's written to be funny that honestly falls flat but then the stuff like just the little things like their facial expressions or noises they make are fucking hilarious you know what i mean Mm -hmm. just the fucking the whole the wheeze yeah you just can't let not laugh at the wheeze and then like the bus shot there yeah Uh, no why isn't the guy getting turned on there he was turned on when they were doing phone sex Mm mm-hmm but no, I, I think Biodome's good. I mean, even when I saw it, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, and like, even though I was younger then, like, I wasn't like, I'm probably more into these type of movies now than when I was young. This is funny. Yeah. Where he's sitting there talking to the guys, like, they told me, man, Bob, you go out there, you save the world, man, you do it, man. And like, fucking amazing line about what happened in there. That's the Chad move. I agree, yeah. This movie, like, it's known as this fucking... I remember we did the uh, the, the commentary for BGM. Me and Mac were being really vague and acting like, oh, no, we, we hate this movie. It was all meme. We don't like it. But then, like, still, like, no, we like it. Uh, like, yeah, I always... I fucking... I love the movie growing up. And, yeah, whenever you know, you're in the right mood, it, it hits that nostalgia fucking... Uh, it gets the boner going, nostalgia boner. Yeah, like, like it's weird, because, like, I wasn't really, like, all about Pauly Shore when his movies were coming out. Like, I saw most of them, like, when they came out, but it was, like, you know, just, like, I went to the movies to see them once, and then I kind of forgot about them or whatever. 
But like, mm-hmm. I also didn't know that he was going to disappear. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? It's like you just take it for granted. Like, Polly Shore makes like five movies in five years. You think, like, oh, he'll make some more at least. Nope. And then all those cut comedians come in, like that were like really not funny. And and I know even Polly's like all sad when you see his interviews and stuff. He's always like, oh, I don't know what happened. Maybe people just got tired of the wheeze. I actually was like fine when he went away from the wheeze because he was still funny to me. Like he's always funny. Like when you see his stand up comedy or just whatever. Like I think he's even funnier now that he's like in his mid fifties. To be honest with you. Like, he's just, he's like this little insecure, like, now he's almost like a cross between Woody Allen and Louise, and it's just, I don't know, he's fucking awesome. Have you seen his new movie? No, I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen it? Mm-mm. Dang, why am I the only one that's watched it? That's it sad. Is, it is, on, sad. it is on Netflix now. Yeah, what the fuck is are you it? waiting for? I'll watch the shit out of it, though. Oh, yeah. So, next week we'll do the comment. I love it when they, uh, they ride the cow. Hell yeah! And we should say too, it's like like this is this is actually my favorite part of the movie is the safety dance montage, and it's actually <laughs> the cops are playing like blasting the music outside as like a torture method to get them to come out, but they won't. They're just dancing to it. They're yeah. fucking being total chads about it. Yeah, like the the safety dance playing twenty four hours a day just to make some work. Oh, here it is. Here's the here's the midget guy. They reference the video of the song. That's right. Whenever Safety Dance plays, a, a small person hey, look, automatically. It's Bamp. Who? Vamp from Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, Walking back. I, I noticed Phil Lamar is suddenly in this film for one scene. Yeah, that's Vamp. <laughs> oh, is that who it is? Yeah. Amazing. Now, do you notice Polly actually puts his, his leg behind his head and no, nobody else can, not even the girls? Yeah, I remember I tried. This is fucking the best. I tried, watched this movie and I took that advice. You you take it to your chest and then bam! I tried it, and I actually was able to get it up there. But then I was I, I kind of freaked out because I didn't expect oh. to, and I, I started like oh fuck! And then like uh, yeah, it took me a while to like get it back over my head, so it was like not back there anymore. That's a great way to tear your hamstring, probably. <laughs> exactly. I had an existential crisis. Yeah. And. It felt like fucking it lasted five hours, but it was probably like a split second. I like the, I like during the montage too. You get to see them celebrate all the holidays. I like the end of the year holidays. Exactly. It's weird that the movie takes place in a short time span and then kind of blows through the rest of the year. Yeah, I like how the end they're all just dancing still for no reason. Because <laughs> they're fucking chads. They're I know. The best. Now this like makeshift hammock setup looks awesome. I don't feel like that'd be comfortable, though. Yeah, those never look comfortable. I never tried one, though. Well, supposedly they're comfortable. If you can sit in them, yeah, you're good. Yeah. (laughs) Half the time you're flipping out. (laughs) It's like it's just sinking into your body shape or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You were mentioning uh, the fucking the body dance video, though. I I actually didn't. You asked me in a text. You're like, did you ever get the reference on the (laughs) midget scene? When the midget shows up for no reason, like the fucking music video, bruh. Yeah. yeah, I did. I don't think I remember that until you pointed out. Because that was actually one of my favorite music videos when I was Hell a kid, yeah, dude. and uh, that that actually got the biggest laugh out of me out of the theater when I saw it. <laughs> don't. How was the crowd watching the movie? Were they filling the shore? Dude, I don't know because I saw those movies like in the middle afternoon during like a weekday. 
And like now, if you go during like the middle of the afternoon or weekday, even in January, everybody will be there with their kids to see Avengers or whatever. Like somehow nobody like works regular schedules anymore. But back then, dude, like you could go on a weeknight and there'd be like five people there. So like if you went during the weekday, like during the afternoon, like I did, there was like, I don't think there was anybody there. Like one of those two, I can't remember which one it was, either Biodome or Lawnmower 2. I know one of them I saw by myself. I want to say it was Lawnmower Man 2. But I could yeah. be wrong. The shore fatigue was setting in. <laughs> I just think people were transforming into cucks. That's all exactly. See, now we're seeing Faulkner at his fucking ultimate pinnacle crazy. He's fucking pure Grizzly Adams beard. He's building fucking bombs and little objects like an egg. He just throws the egg at the wall and it blows up. Fucking, uh, yeah, he's he's lost it, baby. He's, got, he's like hunting up a now right here. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, like uh, we were talking about, like uh, not that long ago, you mentioned like, yeah, who'd have thought? Like uh, you were talking about, like when you watch this, it's similar to right now. You're like, who'd have thought? Like he would have just disappeared for uh, after four years, and like he said something about like, oh yeah, Curse of Inferno. You described the plot of Curse of Inferno, and it was like the best description of the plot I've ever heard. Curse of Inferno, I really just saw like maybe a year ago on cable. <laughs> so remember how you described it? Yeah. It really- <laughs> so the plot of Curse of Inferno starring Polly Shore is he robs a bank, he gets away with it. He's got the money. Like some little bit of shit goes wrong, but he basically gets away with it. He hides the money in a roof, and then like he's just waiting a couple days, you know, before he can go back get the money and he's gonna split down. He's completely gotten away with the robbery, right? Mm-hmm. But then it turns out the sheriff of the town is a really, really hot lady. So then he has to figure out a way to unrob the bank. <laughs> That's what you said. You're like, yeah, that movie where uh, Polly Short unrobs a bank because the sheriff is really hot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is the plot of that movie. I forgot about that. And he totally hooks up with her too after he unrobs the bank. Exactly. I mean, this is a great scene too. You where the fucking, girls finally throw themselves at them. The girls finally come to their senses and want to fuck these two chads because they realize the time's running out. And then they turn into betas. Yeah, because like oh, they proved themselves. They they brought the whole biodome back to its fucking you know it's back on one hundred percent optimal fucking prime. You know it's doing its thing again in the fucking. But that's a, there's a funny continuity error where if you look. Whenever he's, uh, they're making out on that scene. Uh, Doyle, you, if you look, you can see uh, fucking uh, what's his name? What's the actor's name? Baldwin. Baldwin. You can see his fucking wedding ring on, even though the character's yeah. not married. Yeah, I, I did notice that. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But uh, I'd like it when they chase him out and then they hump the wooden door with the boners. But why? You just told him to get out. But because they got that cum brain. But I think those girls totally waited too long because they waited till like a day before they were going to get out and go see their girlfriends again. If they would have, mm-hmm. if they would have like come in there like six months into it and there still would have been months and months to go, like they totally would have banged those girls. They would have. You can't fucking, you can't fucking have come brain that long. No. Fucking. The only way they they survived is because they didn't give them the time of day the whole time. Yeah. Damn, so I wonder where all these coconuts were going or growing because they didn't really have like that big of a <laughs> farm. Exactly. Is he just building them from scratch? They just were, like astroturfed coconuts. Yeah. You look kind of grizzly. <laughs> you look kind of grizzly. <laughs> I thought it was funny too that they thought everybody just assumed Faulkner left 
It's like, why would you assume he left? <laughs> exactly. I would. I would assume he's just hanging out, fucking uh, coming in socks somewhere underneath the biodome. He's gonna show up any day. Well, like Faulkner also played the asshole reporter in Die Hard and Die Hard Two, and like mm-hmm. the scene where he's like, you know, climbing through the the air ducts. I wonder if the director was like, "Oh, this will be a nice callback to Die Hard." Oh, exactly. Meanwhile, also, nobody remembered. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he just starts fucking, fucking juggling these these bombs. I know. See, you think that they would notice Faulkner's acting weird with the bombs? And yeah, they, they've got beeping lights on them. I mean, the fact that anything has a beeping light on it pretty much says that it's a bomb, right? Exactly. Yeah. But they're idiot savants. The the fuck that's like me on the Mac and Zagger. Like uh, I'm the idiot savant too. Like the fucking retard Picard, if you will. It's good shit. No, I think the guy who like leads the SWAT team that's always out there. I think that's the guy who plays the cop in Strangeland, that D. Snyder movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that. It's a pretty funny movie. <laughs> like I like when he hangs from the ceiling with hooks. <laughs> Hell yeah, remember uh, fucking it's got the chick that played Velma and it shows her boobs in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. A lot of molestation and stuff going on. He, he fucking hangs out his his molestation mm-hmm. station. Yeah. It's kind of weird that Polly's hair never grew this entire time they were in the biota. A year. <laughs> I don't think I ever thought of that until yeah. you just said it. <laughs> they cut their hair. Yeah. Yeah, they're really They have a lot of stuff in there. They still have like... Ways to shave. This fucking uh, Walmart, Faulkner, though. This Walmart uh, hair dye he's been using hasn't <laughs> fucking grown out either. This toxic ass. <laughs> his Walmart the fucking, uh, hair dye was enough to undo homeostasis by itself. <laughs> exactly. I just, I've never heard anybody talk about that. Like, nobody even acknowledges that he has weird ass red hair in this movie. And it's like. Splat, splat red hair. Yeah, it's just like manic, panic red hair. <laughs> mm hmm. Hell yeah. Maybe it's just supposed to be his character natural hair. I think so, yeah. He, he grew up in, around some toxic waste <laughs> and made his hair grow all purpley like that. He was one of the toxic crusaders. Yeah, the lake. Yeah. As, as fast as lake. Yeah, more like Vasquez Crapple. I like this part where they're all banging together. See, they should have been banging together. They're, the whole they're time. not even saying anything in here. If you look at all their mouths. I know. And then they start doing it. Why would you tell this old guy to get out of the way? Because they're too shad. (laughs) I think he had the hub, hub, hub thing. I think that was a reference to another movie. Uh, Blues Brothers. Mm, Probably. Look at him shorty shorts. I know. But uh, supposedly Polly and Stephen Baldwin claim that this is the movie they get asked about the most now. And like Paul, is talking about like back in the day, Son in Law was his most popular movie, but now everybody talks about Biodome. I wonder why. Like, if I had a theory, more potheads now, more potheads, and like this movie wasn't really overexposed when it came out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there is maybe like the the big push again to like save the environment. Maybe like it hits yeah. harder now than it ever did. Yeah, because, like, back then, saving the environment was still an abstract, like, idea to a lot of people that hadn't really heard of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. See, this is where the fucking the, the shit starts to hit the fan. Faulkner's going nuts. He's fucking arming these bombs. Did you say Faulkner or Faulkner? 
He should have been called Faulkner. Well, there's a part where he calls him you mother Faulkner. Yeah, he does. So, like, they, they totally, like... Uh, Isn't it, like, around here? Yeah, it's he like... Said, yeah. Yeah. Here's that song. What are the actual lyrics of this song? Are there actual lyrics? Why about ribbit? Can't hold it. Is he just... Ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit, ribbit, I can't it. What if he's just doing beatboxing like Jonathan Davis and Korn? Exactly. Jonathan Davis. I just want to help me to think to sing like that. Hey, man, maybe if I... It's a fucking Chad way to sing, exactly. It's probably, it's probably just fucking around in that band that was the only hit they ever had. Yeah. I always thought this was like hilarious when he pops out of that hatch and there's like plants on top of it. <laughs> the plants are just growing on top of a metal hatch. <laughs> yeah, the plants must be fake. No like, soil. Yeah, like everything's just for show in Biodome. What if you find out here that Faulkner and Faulkner just set it all up as some publicity stunt and it's all fake or something? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like they just have totes of shit laying around in the middle of an ecosystem. Exactly. It's like here, it's like they just have potted plants just for show. <laughs> and a bunch of concrete. Exactly. Yeah, like, I always, this remote, too. He Like, right here, he gets to the remote, and he's like, ah, I got it. And it's like, you could have just pushed a button, but then, like, oh, he's probably got to look at it and kind of decipher what the buttons do for yeah, like, at least a second before he pushes it. Like, then, I always, like, yeah, I always thought that was weird that he knows what button, because when even when they briefly show, oh, the, the Pauly Shore stunt double looked like he had a hat on, his wig was so bad. <laughs> but it looks but like yeah. a wireless Super Nintendo remote. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's kind of shaped like the Super Nintendo. And then, like, when he actually does push the button, he pushes the big red button, which almost, like, when bombs are, like, involved, it's like the red, the big red button, that has to be the one that makes him go boom or something. Yeah, like, I thought it was weird, though. Oh, no, you hit red to make it not blow up. Like a cancel, I guess, yeah. I like all this weird shit Baldwin does here before he winds up and throws the rock. Amazing. Fucking amazing. Like, you know how that's a, you know how you're watching a comedy when, like, the whole plot unravels with somebody just getting hit by a rock in the head? Exactly. That remote had nothing written on it. He just hit a button. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I was, as a kid, I was, happy birthday. Why do you say that? I don't know. No, even, even though their, their hair never grew, you know, here's a sticky jism joke. Even though their mm-hmm. hair never grew, when they, they kind of showed her a second before, when they show Rose McGowan outside, like, standing by behind the barricade, she's pregnant all of a sudden. And, like, they never reference it or pay it off. It's just You're just supposed to notice she's pregnant. I don't think I ever did. Yeah. I just noticed it last night watching it. It's weird that they're all huggy-huggy with these chicks now. But they're not. It's like it's over. Oh, yeah. He just fucking, uh, he got a kiss from the Romulus guy. Yeah. That's what you strive to be. When yeah, you sign up to I thought it was, I thought it was weird that him and Romulus just kissed on the mouth, <laughs> like real casual. Yeah. It wasn't even like a joke in the script. Fucking sex. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Didn't he shut down the bombs? Yeah, but Faulkner's <laughs> got a hand grenade. I was, I was wondering, like, what's he saying there? Well, he throws the bomb and like it goes off like above them, but like, <laughs> that would have fucked him up. Yeah. But nobody, I thought they were going to come out like all cartoony, all like black suited, you know, like all over their face, side all over their face. Bald. Yeah. When... Their hair staining up. 
<laughs> you ever notice when people get blow up in movies, like all of a sudden their hair standing up? Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. The Stay Puffs. Mm-hmm. Our boy Falcon was in Ghostbusters too. They put that old yeah. lady next to the main girl so you could see her boobs bouncing up and down when they're all jumping. I just up. yeah, I just down. I bought the job. But our boy Wagner, he was in Ghostbusters also. Yeah, he was. That's what I'm saying. He's in everything. Where I'm going to sue your ass. Oh, yeah. We are down now. We are hitting the end of this great film fucking 25 years later. I can't believe it's 25 years. I know. Doesn't it make you feel fucking old? You see the chicks fuck and fight for the ending? They just team up. What did you say bye to them for? They team up with the, the science chicks and these chicks, and they all fuck each other. And then he grabs her ass right here. Sex. Ironically enough, I remember... And this is weird. I don't mean to like make... Off of that part. Yeah, yeah, I remember that part from last night. But uh, I actually remember how much it cost to see Biodome for some reason. You do? <laughs> yeah. It was a matinee. At, at that time, it was Showcase Western Hills. Cincinnati, four twenty-five. Four twenty-five. Why not four twenty? I don't know. Would have made it better. I guess they wanted to make it seem respectable. <laughs> now this shot of like when they they pull into the nuclear waste, like this, like looks really weird. Like this looks like not even standard def. It's like yeah, yeah. Like it must have been pre-rendered in standard def or something. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Now, if you notice, like, you know how they say, like, the looped-in dialogue, how you're saying, Zach? Like, this part, mm-hmm. they just show Faulkner outside, and he's just, like, making his escape into the wilderness. But they, like, loop in, like, this dialogue. Where's Faulkner? Oh, how'd he get out? How'd he get out? How'd he find the key to get out the window? Blah, blah, blah. So, like, they're basically saying he found the key in the shit. <laughs> That's, like, yeah. the last That's joke of do. the movie. Yeah. Amazing. And then I'd look him in the eye and say, fuck you. T.C. Yeah. Romulus, Kevin West. <laughs> Petra Von Kant was Kylie Minogue. Hell yes. Yeah. They, had, they definitely were playing the market, trying to be marketable, putting as many hot girls in this movie as they could. Tenacious D. Jack Black and Kylie. That's all you yes. need. Hot girls. The guitarist was Soda Pop. Mm. Hell yeah. Oh, guys, it's exactly midnight. We were officially hit the 25th anniversary of Biodome. Oh hell yeah! Fucking let's take a drink. Oh to yeah, the greatest film ever made. Got this warm bottle of water right here. Got Ooh. my piss ready. Let's do this. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, so like yeah, I didn't see this movie for like a long time. I think I watched it again on cable a couple years ago. I remember how awesome it was? So when the Blu-ray came out, I bought it. But like, what about you guys? Were you guys actually watching this movie throughout the years? Oh yes, this is one like yeah, I get the urge to go back and watch Polly movies pretty much like you know once a year, two years at the most. Fuck yeah, I got. I remember, some I was on a jury duty kick for the longest time. Oh, I love jury duty. Yeah, we were going through like fucking like different phases where it's like that's our favorite one to go to, and that we would wear that out. That would be like the, yeah, that'd be like the go to sleep movie. Oh yeah, back. Fucking throw that bad boy in and just pass out. Like on school nights, yeah. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of uh, movie podcasts over the years, and you guys are the only ones that I've ever heard that actually talk about Polly Shore. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I don't Hell know why, yeah. because Maybe we he should come on the show. Well, for and sure. I mean <laughs> by come, I mean on me. Exactly. Yeah. What? But like, yeah, I really don't know why, because I mean, pretty much everybody that's like of age to do a podcast 
because there really ain't fucking... I mean, I guess now there's probably 12-year-olds doing podcasts, but, like, anybody who does a movie podcast, they're all in their 30 or 40s, I've noticed. And it's like, we all... They're all watching Polly Shore when they're a kid, so, like, I don't get why nobody fucking ever talks about them. They like, turned their back on the shore, and that's not right, because he never yeah. turns back on us. He still does stand-up. I saw him do stand-up in 98. Uh, it was just like uh, he was just like like it was like a star-studded thing. So like you know, he only came on and did like fifteen minutes. He did a part where he humped the stool. It was donk. Oh, did pretty, he come? I don't know, but he pretty much talked about sex all the time, the whole time he, oh, was, yes. he was there. So yeah, that's what you want to fucking mentally picture is fucking Paul Shore fucking the chick. Yeah. So when when shitty Army. COVID goes away, I want to go to one of his shows because like. Pretty much after all his shows, he sells you T-shirts and takes pictures with you. I actually want to meet the man. Did you ever uh, hear my story about how in my sophomore year I wrote to him and he fucking no. he sent some shit back? No, what us, happened? This was right when Pauly Shore's Dead was coming out. Mm-hmm. So he sent us like autographs and like pictures of, from Pauly Shore's Dead. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah, he sent me a letter and fucking all kinds of like autographs for me and Zach. Wow. I, was like, like, yeah, I told him that we were like huge fans of him. It was and like an assignment at school. Yeah. yeah, like we had a. She had like this book of like famous like actors and whatnot where they live, and we had to write a proper like letter to them. And oh. I think I, me, and someone else were the only ones that got something back. I never expected anything back. I just fucking wrote it and went on with my fucking life. And then out of the blue, my mom's like, you got some stuff in the mail. And I'm like, what? It was weird. The shit. And it was like a letter and some autographs. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like instant, like blew my mind. And it, it was weird too, because he sent like in the, in the letter, he mentioned like, oh yeah, me and my cousin Zach, we watch your movies all the time. And like, he sent Mac like stuff. Like and like him. signed it for for Mac, and then like a couple weeks later, he sent another package with stuff for me. Yeah, that's donk. What a nice guy. Talk about going the extra mile for your Hell fans. Yeah. Fucking alpha for sure. Yeah, I remember like a few years ago, maybe like ten years ago, when hardly anybody was talking about Polly. Like there was some turd, and like I'm a thousand percent sure that this is it like was Aaron. Yeah, it was there. No, there was some turd who wrote this article for some website that claimed, like, oh, I was Polly Shore's assistant for a week, and it was terrible. I read that. I read that. Yeah, and he's like, "Uh, first day one, he makes me make all these uh, uh, bootleg DVD copies of Encino Man. Day two, he makes me make all these bootleg copies of Sun I was like... That's hilarious. I'm like, what what purpose would Polly Shore want a bunch of bootleg copies of his movies? I mean, even still, I would do it for him. I mean, yeah. Uh, on it, one of the like, days oh. too. On one of the days too, he said, "Oh, day five, he makes me read uh, read all of his fan mail and write autographs to him." And I was like, "What <laughs> if we got that motherfucker's autograph?" Damn. I I just never believed that article because it's like, well, first of all, the guy was basically bitching that being a celebrity's assistant sucks, which being any celebrity assistant sucks because it's like you're just doing taking out their trash and getting shit for them at the store or whatever. But it's, mm. like, the shit that guy said in the article, like, I honestly, it made no sense. Because, like, Pauly Shore's real life is he's pretty much, like, I mean, obviously not in COVID times, but normal times. He's just constantly, like, you can see his documentaries. He's just constantly going around to, like, the shittiest shithole towns to do stand-up comedy. That's how he makes a living, you know? And now he's doing his, like, Pauly Shore rants on uh, YouTube, which are pretty good. Like, I like those because it shows how crazy he is. Like, the Adam Carolla one was the best, where they're just, like, eating and yelling shit out the windows of Polly's apartment and stuff. 
But like, yeah, Polly's just like he's just one of those guys. Like he's so smart, he owns a big like mansion house, and he just rents it out to make money, and then he just lives in an apartment. So the guy's really mm-hmm. down to earth. I would love to have sex with him. Which reminds me, <laughs> I have two copies of the Blu-ray of this movie. Yeah, tell that story. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, we're getting ready to do this, and like oh, we were setting up for it. Uh, fucking the goatee's like, oh yeah, it's the twenty-fifth anniversary coming up, and it's like, holy shit, wow. It's like I better get the Blu-ray because uh, I remember it came out and I remember I had it on my wish list and I I don't think I I still haven't got it, so I fucking buy it and then like uh, yeah I got it ready I I, I ripped it on my computer because like my my I can't like for some reason my computer it has a Blu-ray uh, player but I can't just watch the Blu-ray I had to yeah. buy some kind of software mm-hmm. so I just rip it and then I can watch the file. Right. So then, yeah, I go to put it up on the shelf, and I realize I already had the fucking Blu-ray. I bought it when it came out. I didn't remember. And I thought you had told me that you had it at one point because I was like, nobody else has this. Like, it's this, we should say it's the shittiest Blu-ray. Like, the picture quality is amazing, but the sound is horrible. Like, it says it's stereo, but it's actually mono. So if you try to listen to it in surround sound, it fucks it up. Like, the voices are coming out of like every single speaker. It sounds terrible. So you just have to listen to either your TV speakers or just your main like center channel speaker. And there's like, yeah, there's no subtitles or nothing. It's the shittiest Blu-ray, but it's like, yeah, like it looks fucking awesome. And I'm just like, fuck, if it didn't look so good, I would just buy the DVD. Because the DVD actually has surround sound and shit. So I don't know why they fucked uh-huh. this up. So I'm definitely waiting for the 4K upgrade of Biodome. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe for the yeah. 30th anniversary. <laughs> Exactly. If I, if I fucking get the Scream Factory treatment, get a fucking eight different commentary versions of fucking Polly Shore. Fucking, we need to make like a fucking uh, reality show called just fucking uh, Polly Shore Shores. Like Shore Shores, and it's like fucking Jersey Shore, but it's like fucking Polly Shore. He has his own island or something. Like I have no idea why Netflix plays Adam Sandler like thirty-five million dollars a film when they could pay Polly like a million dollars to do a movie. <laughs> He'd probably do it for 500 bucks. He probably would. And a Pop-Tart or something. He probably would. I mean, they already have a Netflix one now. I fucking moved yeah. right to Netflix. I know. Well, I, I hope that movie coming out, um, you know, uh, like helps people remember him and see that he can star in a movie still. You know, so. Oh, yeah. Fucking, I got an extra Blu-ray if you want it, Mac. Hell, yeah. Fucking uh, uh, terrific film. Yeah, like... I know I'm in the minority, but I have to say, it's hard to say because I really do like them all, like, almost almost exactly equally. But if I really had to pick a favorite, I think Biodome's my favorite. Dog. Yeah, I don't know what would be my favorite. They're all classic to me. What was, <laughs> what, funny. What was the first Polly Shore movie you guys seen? Because the first one I seen was Encino, man. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. It, it had to have been son-in-law. Son-in-law, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I remember my parents Zoom watched. Man. I remember my parents rented son-in-law a couple times. We had it. I remember we had it, and I was like, "What the hell?" And I remember. I, I'm pretty sure I was watching. You like know, Ace. I don't think that I saw him from a movie first. I think I saw him first on like fucking what MTV. Totally, Polly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like he was think, always on there. So. I think I think I was watching like Ace Ventura 2, and at the beginning of that, I remember there was uh, a trailer for Encino Man. And I was like, oh, it's the guy from fucking, from fucking uh, Son-in-Law. I got to see it. 
Well, yeah. it's, it's weird too because like before he was starring in movies, he did like extra parts in some movies. Like yeah, like you can look Fan on his IMDb. Yeah, Fan the Mall is funny because he just works in the food court. <laughs> is that the yeah. one where they have a band in his garage? What's that movie? Um, There's one where he starts a band out in the garage. I don't remember offhand. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it, like like I have the complete opposite Polly Shore filmography because like i knew who he was from totally poly but i just went and saw encino man because it was like playing at like a local theater and i was like and i wasn't even going to see it because of poly shore just like it looked funny or whatever and then for some reason i didn't see son-in-law but because i went to like a hillbilly high school everybody loves son-in-law so everybody talked about it but i just never rented it and then um i saw we went to see in the army now and then, like, we snuck in the jury duty after seeing another movie. And then I saw Biodome by myself. So, like, it's weird. The only Polly Shore movie I didn't go see was the one that everybody loves. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even see it till like, years later. I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty funny. But, uh, yeah. Did you ever watch Polly Shore is Dead? No, I watched clips of it, like, where he's sitting in, like, the thing with, like, who is it, Will Ferrell or somebody? <laughs> There's like, fucking cameos just yeah. out the fucking, uh, they knock the fucking bottom out with the cameos. But it's so sad, though, because he's, like, talking about his career being shitty and everything. Like, ironically, that was coming out, like, around the time that I moved to, like, Hollywood, and, like, there was actually bus stop, like, advertisements for Polly Shore is Dead, but then, like, it never played in any theater, so I never even understood why they were advertising it. I, I think it actually is a pretty fun movie. I think it's there's some funny shit in there. Yeah, I need to to rent it. And I just it's thought, really it really low budget though. You could tell yeah. he like he just filmed it on like like not camcorder. I don't think, yeah. but like you know a little bit above. Well, it, I maybe. think he filmed it by himself for like three years or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm gonna have to say uh, Casper meets Wendy is my favorite Polish movie because <laughs> <laughs> he does the voice. Yeah. He also did the voice in a goofy movie, He's in fucking King of the Hill, too. Yeah. As the DJ. He does have an on-screen cameo in the Casper Meets Wendy. Oh, he's in it, too? Yeah, Yeah, and Casper He did a voice in the the one before that, but then for Casper Meets Wendy, they actually gave him an on-screen cameo. Isn't he like a mirror or some shit? Yeah. Well, definitely, it's it, he put like he put it on YouTube, so it's not like a bootleg. But you can watch uh, Polly Shore stands alone. It's like the documentary he made about going to all the hillbilly towns by himself. He's just driving around in a car doing comedy shows, and it's like it's sad too because it's like during oh. the time when his mom got sick and shit. But he talks a lot, and like his first show, like like is that at a strip club. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's like in the bar that's like connected to the strip club so then like this totally hot drunk girl like comes that like he hooked up with earlier and he gets her a job as a stripper and she's all drunk and crying and they get her to strip in the strip club like it's awesome <laughs> yeah it's a really good documentary too yeah. like he you get the sense that he actually like fucking the, he cares about like the people that show up and everything yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he was helping out, like, some girl that was, like, she didn't have anywhere to go or something. It's been a while since I've seen it. He also did, like, uh, like a mockumentary movie called Adopted. Oh, yeah, where he adopts the little kids. Yeah, and it's funny because that movie was actually done and ready to come out. Like, uh, th- that was part of that article, too. Apparently, like, uh, that guy was talking about, like, uh, around the time Bull Rat came out. He was trying to really push that movie to come out around the same time because then, like, oh, it's a similar style movie, like, you know, hidden camera, like, get the reactions of people. 
and uh, if this comes out like around the time Bull Ride does, maybe we'll get some like people uh, from that release to kind of see this movie. And it, like it ultimately didn't get to come out around the time, but it yeah. then did. I think in two thousand nine it did. Yeah, it came out like way later. It was like around the time Tom Green was doing Bob the Butler. So that that to my, in my mind, those <laughs> two films are similar. <laughs> oh yes, Bob the Butler. Yeah, but I definitely got to watch Polly's new movie. I was just planning mm-hmm. on just He's buying in the Phantom movie. of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Someone was telling me we should do a podcast on that, Zach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like you, you can never buy a copy, but it's been on YouTube for I a long it. time. I have it. I have one. My, my friend that wanted us to do it, he gave it to me. That was, like, ironically, one of the very first, like, rare DVDs. Like, some little shitty company. And I don't even think they put it out legally, in all honesty. Like, it just came out. Like, I don't know how many copies they probably had, and then, like, it went out of print, like, really quick. So, like, for years, you would go on eBay, and the, some fucker would be trying to make 80 bucks off a of Phantom of the Mall. <laughs> and, like, I'm sure the Hell DVD yeah. probably looked like a VHS copy or some shit, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's it. We love Polly Shore. We gotta do, eventually, all his movies. Oh, yes. Yeah. But this one we had to strike with our. We should do. We should do them all in the order that people don't like them. So we'll start with Biodome, <laughs> and then we'll do Jury Duty. Then we'll do In the Army now. Then we'll. I guess we'll do Encino Man. Then we'll save Son in Law for very, very, very last. It'd be donk oh, if we yeah. did Curse of Inferno. People would just fucking break their <laughs> podcast app and throw it away. <laughs> Hell yeah. Actually, the Curse of Inferno. I don't know if I've ever seen the whole movie all the way through, but maybe once. Yeah, it's yeah. good. But yeah, like yeah, I I think some idiot Disney is uh just turning down money, not putting Son in Law on Blu-ray. To be honest with you, but whatever, mm-hmm. they got all that pedophile money that they got. <laughs> and in a world where you can make fucking Fuller House, oh, and yeah. that's a success, and you couldn't make fucking Son in Law too. No. I I'm think, on the range. <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if they made Son-in-Law 2 and Biodome 2 back-to-back and Biodome 2 made more money? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. So anyway, that's it for Biodome, I guess. What more could we say about it? Except it, it actually really is great. I want to thank uh, Mac and Zach from Mac and Zach Save the World. And uh, I know. What's your next episode going to be about, guys? We are going to do uh, fucking one of our shoot the shit episodes soon. We're, it's uh, Scumbags Part 5, A New Beginning, and it comes perfectly with the new year. Exactly. So it's going to be donk. Because we, we oh, yeah. joked on uh, New Year's Evil, Zach, that uh, 2021 was going to be a lot better, and so far it's not. So <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. What if it's even worse? I think it will be. Some Doomer memes oh, yeah. for you. Yeah. Exactly. All right, guys, thanks again for joining us. Everybody, thanks uh, for uh, being such big Polly Shore fans and tuning into the Biodome show. And most of all, thank you, Polly Shore, for giving us all this great comedy all these years. Everybody, we'll see you again soon, right back here in the movie graveyard. Dog. You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. Revivalhouse.net with another commentary. This one, as much as I didn't want this day to come, it's now here. Uh, We're going to do Biodome. Thanks to all you motherfuckers that keep uh, asking us to do Biodome. 
it's probably my own fault uh, because I kind of let it known that I don't want to do Biodome. I don't like this fucking movie. Zach loves this movie. Uh, we got it. Zach, of course, who's always here. And then Mitchell, uh, his partner in crime with the Mac and Zach Save the World podcast. He also wants to hang from Polly Shore's nuts. Viva Las Biodome, motherfuckers.